Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to another episode of Another Pod. Do not relent. I'm your boy, Slide Whistle. Tis I, immunization. And it's me, Aaron, fire mage extraordinaire and horde punching bag. You can catch me flying over to Vault of the Incarnates, sighing, and then walking away. Real Alex Straza energy. Sometimes you just gotta be a big, moody, big titty goth girlfriend, you know? She, I, you know, and I respect it. She she was too late to prevent Razdagath to opening up the raid. And she said, I could sit here and like spit a speech, but I'm just going to turn to you, look at you in your eyeballs, give you a quest, and then go home. But then I also think, believe we did get a little bit of lore before the raid even that had a bit of an in-game cutscene where the aforementioned Mommy Stone was not able to be activated. <laughs> Alexstrasza could not dummy the mommy stone. She tried to dominate it and use her forces, but it kerplunked out. Like a fart in church. But yeah, we have officially started season one, which means that we have the raid and Mythic Plus. Yeah, so was, this is a really exciting week, or it has been. Um, and what was really cool was when I, I was doing the quest to uh, fly to the raid entrance just to see it early. This is a really sick raid entrance. It kind of reminds me of the older raid entrances. You know, just a cracked hole in the side of a building, and there's, like, lightning footprints leading up to it in the stairs. Yeah, so the the main premise is what? Uh, Razageth broke in, and she's trying to free her other, her fellow incarnates of the primalists, which are, like, the big dragons of each element. Now, that's something that I really don't understand. So, they... The, dra- the dragons saw the titans... I guess maybe they didn't know that the Titans put away the old gods in different facilities across the continents. But why did they stack all of the incarnates in one area? Like, that's super dangerous. You're asking for a Gotham City prison break, basically. They probably were just really confident. They thought that, well, especially, they probably thought that, well, they being the Titans, were like, well, we made these better dragons and we put them in charge. So our better dragons will make sure that the lesser dragons are unable to escape. Lesser dragons. That's honestly really what it's feeling like. And the, I mean, the the primalists and the incarnates and like all of these like people, they, they still really have not really given us a reason to hate them other than they're trying to kill us. Everything you're saying seems right. They're being well, disrespected. Well, Razagath did say something. Actually, you know what? I was about to say, she did say a speech about how she's going to blow up the world, but her big thing is really just shame on you flesh dragons for worshiping the Titans. That's really it. And then Alex Traz is just like, but the Titans are great guys. I'm a great lady. Help us, champion. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, that's something that I've, I've been waiting for. Like, I, We haven't gotten a draconic explanation of why they like agreed to work with the titans over the people that were saying don't work with the titans right obviously there was a schism where some dragons were like no we can't do this we have to say like we're we're pure dragons we don't need to add some freaky magic empowerments like what did that look like as that that conversation happened or or did they just say fuck it we're gonna do it fuck y'all we're not asking any opinions here i think we're seeing the conversation right now because um basically some of the dragons started sipping on that titan magic slurping on slipping on that titan magic and then uh the ones were like "Ooh, no we do we are straight edge they have like x's on their hands they're like no we're not gonna drink the titan juice that's really what it boils down to i guess <laughs> the straight edge community of the dragons are like we're gonna kill y'all for fucking with us which is kind of on brand yeah so okay so for opening so i i went into this once again with very little preparation other than playing that fun little flash game you can play with the pineapples so, can you only, like, what is the order of bosses you can do? I just walk in and I follow <laughs> wherever the things are dying. It, it really is. So, I think you walk in and Ernagog is the first boss. He is by, you, you must fight him. But upon vanquishing him, four paths open up. And I think you can really do any of them. Like, there's no established order. I've noticed most people have been following our lead and fighting the Council of Four next. That path seems to be the easiest one. Yeah, so after, like, Aranog is, like, the first boss that you have Which to face I first. Which 
I don't remember any. Usually we're like, well, let's talk yeah, about the guy what up there. I don't remember anything. And I know I feel bad because not him, but that exact same model comes back as just an ad in the Razagath fight. So I'm like, damn, we're just fighting like a fell guard. That's all this guy is, is a fell guard. He's the uh, he's the Ner'zhul fight guy where you have to kill one of the elementals in the fire line to break the fire line. Otherwise, you get clotheslined yeah. by it. A, that, a, a that's big thing, a big thing he'll do is not even him. He'll just be like, "It's time for help," and four guys will come in and like try and jump you. But it's like that's not even Aaron Nagog. <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? It was pretty neat though that like once you break one of them, go through the other ones still continue to go in. And uh, Aaron, as you pointed out during the raid night, they all go in there. They're at the center of the room. They just do a little dance and then they die. <laughs> I was curious, Aaron, if, if this boss has given you any thought into changing your name to Aaron Nog. You know, like, you know, you just add like, that like Nog my, to the my end. Legal, my legal name? Yeah, like your legal, or, or just like your media branded name. Hey, it's me, Aaron Nog, fireman extraordinaire <laughs> in the horse punching bag. Uh, you know, he is, uh, he's not a mage. I would say he's more of a shaman. But he is definitely a fire one. But, you know, I don't want that heat. I don't want people to think that any time that I see a cool crystal... I just rub it a bunch before a big fire dragon shoots me down a long hallway. That was, by the way, we never touched upon that. That was a <laughs> funny cutscene. Because the, the elemental, after he like betrays all his people, he's like, turn me into a fire guy. And the fire dragon does it, but he can't enter the building. So he, he beans him like 20 feet away. And he goes, thanks. Now I'm a big cinder man. You got to make use of what you got. But now now he's nothing, because we killed him, and then moved on to the waiting room. Well, I also forgot that, like, this very start of the raid, like, you can choose dragons and fly around, and, like, like you bombard all of these ads. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, okay, wait a minute. Yes, what was that? Because there was also, like a, like, a world quest timer at the top that said, you have one minute and 17 seconds left. And I'm like, uh, is this what we're doing now, or is that something else happening in this raid that I didn't know about? I think you can just... Well, actually, yeah, I don't really know, because it's not like you can make the dragons move slower or faster. You could have just said, like, you do two loops and that's it. But maybe they didn't want people... They didn't want people to be confused and be like, why didn't it stop after two loops? So they had to add the timer. Yeah, I think it's just a thing where you have a set amount of time to kill as many ads as you can, or else you have to fight them or whatever weakened versions of them on your way to the first boss, Aranog. It's kind of like that one... Toldegore, Toldegore. Everyone kept yelling, Toldegore, it's Yeah, Toldegore. everybody. I love that Sue said it three times, and the people kept saying, oh, it's that one in Cataclysm, and he's like, I said it already! Because <laughs> like, people kept saying it. But also, the minute I got on my dragon, the timer was at 1 minute 17 seconds. Is it supposed to be that short? Like, And also, my attacks... Your individual attacks to the thing feel like they do nothing, and I get it. We're in a raid; the damage stacks up, but like it feels like a a worse version of Toldegore damage wise, but aesthetically wise, I think it's cool as shit. Just to have something like yeah, that, yeah, I don't different. <laughs> I don't know why thirty dragons constantly bombarding a guy takes a minute and a half to drop like something that has like a hundred k health, but oh well. But I guess uh, real quickly about Aranog, is he the one that was, like, turned into a fire dude, or he's part of, like, the storyline of the yes. Veldraken, like, commanders? Yeah, he was the guy who was like, I accept your flame, and he, like, ate it in, like, top of a tower. Yeah, you, you meet a four-legged dragon, and he's like, oh, my guys got fucked! We gotta look for Commander Aranagog, he surely knows what's going on! And then you see him rubbing the one ring as he's like, I killed all my guys, turn me into a crackle boy. But yeah, we killed him on the first pull, right? Like, like I believe we just yes. one-shot him. So, some people beefed it, but we got him in one. I think I was dead for that. I think I was dead for the first two bosses we killed. It's really weird being ranged in a raid. I haven't been raid ranged since my BFA seriously raid were, ranged. Yeah, my, when my you were a mage. mage. I, I, I did a little warlock in, in alt raids, but alt raids aren't on combat, so... I will say, though, I'm very happy to announce that before the raid, I had my two sparks and I was like, uh, do I use these two sparks to create a bow? Because I had like a 330 something bow and I was like, I need something better than this. But I was like, no, I'll wait for raid to see if I can get an upgrade in there before I waste my sparks. And Aranog dropped a crossbow. And, you know, I'm the only hunter on our team. So 
Oh, also, we, we, should, we should talk about the... Well, first, first, I want, I, before we get into the what's coming next, I do want to congratulate you on this fucking bow, because this man has been at the center of bow controversy <laughs> all of Shadowlands. Not a single Sylvanas bow, not a single, like, honestly, any bow has dropped for you, and now he's got, like, five in his hands. I remember finishing Forte took you months to locate. You had to run yeah. so many Mythic Pluses. Uh, like, um... I forget, like, whatever one was from the one, um, broker dungeon, the, whichever, the, whichever one was from Streets, is which is the best one, I ran that, like, 30 times back to back over the course of, like, several weeks just to try to get that bow, and it just never dropped. You know what I realized? We probably should, we have, we probably should clarify what we're playing. So, like, because, like, obviously Aaron's in a fire mage, right? Everyone knows that. I am on my evoker devastation, uh, as a main, and Pharaoh Druid as an alt, and you, Immune is a holy priest main, but you are a hunter alt. Or is it switched? Who knows? Honestly, two mains. Um, but in Uno Mas in our guild, I have been raiding with the hunter. I am really happy with it. I, I like raiding DPS, honestly. Um, especially range DPS. And, and it's nice to not have to worry about healing all the time. I mean, I we, we actually have a lot of healers, too, so... This is a group you probably are going to have fun healing historically. <laughs> okay, but so the funniest thing about that boat, you were the only hunter in our group, but you waited the longest to receive your item because of how they change raid loot, which I forgot about until I was presented with hate it. five hate items. It. And I'm like, I got to roll need, roll greed, and pass. And I immediately was shot back to like 2016 or whenever we started playing WoW. And we were in that dungeon, and I needed everything, and I got yelled at, and I was like, what do I press? Yeah, so that system was back, and I believe it just won't even let you press need on something no. that you cannot use. Yeah, if if you're a mage yeah. and a plate helm shows up, you can greet it. That's the best you can do. Yeah, so I believe I was the only person that could press need on this bow, and I think it waits for everyone to respond to everything before... It starts divvying it out and showing like what the roles were for each thing, but it's kind of hard to keep track of because then this is all happening while you're fighting trash after the boss, and then everyone else got their loot, and then I was like, well, "Where's my bow?" It just wasn't there until we were, were pulling up to the second boss. Yeah, so like for for those that don't know, uh, this guild is a pretty super casual guild for the most part always oh, aotc but we have a lot of older people we have a lot of people who are just slow at mechanics and you know overall just slow <laughs> so like waiting for the last piece of loot to get sorted everyone's like where is it like who didn't roll and i'm also like who the fuck like did someone walk away from the computer like how is this bow still not rolled for it's been like five minutes since it dropped I think I, I, I have also, a little bit of a theory. <laughs> I also feel like not only do we have older people who like don't know where the greed button is, but we also have like a small div division of tryhards. So it's like, let me put it in the blood mallet and calculate. And it's like, please just hit the button. I want to know who gets the magic stone, please. Because the thing is, like once the gear is divvied out, even if you get something, then you can sim it. And then if it's not good, then you can like hand it off to somebody else and like figure that out then. But like, because I believe that's what Persephone did at some point. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised there's not like a separate UI pop up that is just like, like in the corner of my screen, like here's what everybody rolled, here's what everybody got, like here's all the rolls. Didn't that used to be a thing? I, I, I remember being able to see who rolled, but I think I had to find that info myself. But it's been so long, I forgot how to do it. And also, like, in, like it seemed like now it was all buried in a bunch of, like, X person looted all these things from all the trash that we, like, picked up. Or, like, dialogue that was happening on our way to the next boss. So I'm like, who didn't roll? Like, what did I even roll? Did I get this thing? Did I not get this thing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'm missing something or, or there'll, there'll be an add-on or something to help me figure out, <laughs> see what the fuck's going on in this sheet. But I think, Aaron, I agree with you. And, like, there were a lot of things that I could have rolled for, that I did roll for, um, that I didn't win. But I just felt the system is just, it just feels a lot less fun than personal loot for what our rate is. You know what I mean? I don't know. My, my big thing is I'm just sitting there, like, not tense. Like, it's like, <gasps> life or death if I get the magic staff. But it's like, I kind of like to know. Like, it was, it was immediate gratification back in the day to be like, oh, I got something. Or like, ah, oh, beans. Maybe I can 
spam honors and ask if he truly needs his mace. Now I have to sit there and I have to think, and I have to check the chat because it doesn't make a big announcement. It's just tiny in the chat. Like Persephone got the bow. So then I have to spam her and then be like, hey, do you need that? Yeah, so, well, she needed it, so yeah, she probably needs it. <laughs> um, but it's, I, I totally see what you're saying in that, like, it's like, yeah, you know if you got it or you didn't. In this one, you're like, you have to check each separate note, and you're disappointed five times in a row, and you see you can't wear any of that shit. I hope that they go back to just making them options, honestly, because some people really like the this, this system of loot, and, and the system of loot does work for some raid groups, but... I, uh, does not work for ours, I will say. I, I don't think. I'm just glad that nobody suggested it and that it's probably not going to be a thing like ever again with a uh, fucking loot council. <laughs> I hated loot council so fucking much because people... And, and I love Bear. I love Bear. But Bear was in charge of loot council and he fucking would like not even read the chat. People would be like, oh, no, I, I don't have anything. Here's my gear. And he'd be like, all right, we're going to give it to this person. And I'm like, no, that's, the, the guy is like, I level 400. Don't give it to him. He doesn't need it. Also knowing that, like, now we, like, Slide and I would probably have to be on a council if we had one. Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, we'd be, we would be fair. I think we would be absolutely fair, but I don't want to be that person who's, like, doling judgment on who receives what. I don't know how this show would have gone if you two were on the council and you denied me a staff. <laughs> be, be a lot of real personal feelings coming out that Thursday after raid. You know, like I'm just glad that that was that was never a thing because like I don't want to like have Aaron sending me pictures of his staff to get a staff in raid. You know, <laughs> it's not very impressive, but neither is the staff's eye level. <laughs> so then, yeah, we we moved on to the next boss, and it was just. I don't know. This is this is my big grievance so far. And I know the primalist forces are pretty much just dragons that look like they're made out of rocks and like people. There's a lot of people in this one. Just a lot of like this this is a night elf who's huge. This is a high elf who put herself in a tornado. It's like, oh man. Well, yeah, so the the boss that we're talking about now is called the Primal Council, and there's like four of them like one for each of the four primal elements i actually really like that there are uh a lot of non-dragon people uh, within like the primalist forces because again like i said earlier the primalist's message is honestly it's kind of convincing we've been wronged we were the original dragons we didn't have a say fight for us and we'll bring you prosperity and like i think people could like actually get but i mean i'm kind of behind that like do what? Maybe I kill Alex Straza. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, are they wrong? I don't. I don't know. All I know is they're an equal opportunity uh, <laughs> hirer because there was a fur bog made out of rocks, and they got a spot at the table. So I enjoy that. Yeah, because you did the Tuscar storyline. That was a whole thing. Like one, like one Furbolg leader literally mm. sold out his entire tribe oh, to become, no way. To become rock elementalist. I have bad media literacy. I didn't know it was that guy. Oh no, we killed that guy. He's dead, I think. But like, it's just like you can see, like it just shows like <laughs> one this, of them like, did it again. People, yeah, people like the message was so convincing that Furbolgs are turning against each other to quote unquote protect the tribe. And they're joining the elementals because it's, it's power, and to them, power is protection. It's it's kind of an interesting, almost a little bit too uh, U.S. politic like adjacent. Like it kind of feels too real, honestly. That's the thing. I feel like we said it like in our last few episodes, but just in general, the storylines that are presented in Dragonflight feel down to earth. Where it's like, not only are these things very much so believable within the context of azeroth but like they're kind of believable like in a sense on like our real world too it's like sure like we can't sell our souls for like elemental power but like you know people sell their sell their souls for like other types of power yeah like 99 dollars nfts mm. i want the astronaut one the sharper image is one of my favorite let's, let's not give that man any more time here but um <laughs> I, back to the primal council fight yeah it's it's funny because <laughs> all four of them are like throwing spells and doing stuff. But really all you need to focus on is the night elf man who does frost 
and the fur bulb made out of rocks. Miss Wind and Mr. Fire aren't doing too much, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Not on normal, which is what we're on right now, which I think most people are actually on normal, because I was hearing that Heroic is actually pretty hard to just go into right off the bat. Yeah, and I actually think like the first Heroic Razgeth kill just happened earlier today or yesterday? I think it was earlier yesterday. I think there's only two mythic boss kills. I mean, and I say only two. This is like, what, an eight boss raid? So, like, it's a pretty small raid compared to what we're used to, I feel like, in Shadowlands, right? Like, what was our smallest Shadowlands raid? Was it Nathria at, like, 11? 10? They were all 10 plus, correct? Yeah, it's 12 for Deceptive. I have to dig that one up. Um, I think eleven for Sanctum, and yeah, it must have just been eleven or ten for Nathria. So like, this is a pretty small raid in, in comparison, and like, we had some people getting a little bit too upset about our progress with this raid. I'm like, guys, we killed three raid bosses. I haven't even discussed the third raid boss yet, and people were like, why aren't we killing this? And I'm like, yo, you guys gotta chill. Like, like I, I'm not saying, progress. not saying I'm indicative of anything, but like, I and probably a lot of people have blue gear still. <laughs> like, some people might even still have a green. Like, the fact that we killed the worry, second guys. boss, the second boss enough on week one is actually insane. I'm pretty sure in Shadowlands we only killed the first boss for the first two weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like back to the our Phoenix Fusion days, definitely our. Unomas days are our team, Unomas in particular, historically. If you told me that we're three out of eight normal at the end of the first week of raid, especially the first raid, because, like, we have the least gear at the beginning of an expansion because, like, you know, going into a second tier, we'll have, like, built up, like, Mythic Plus gear and stuff like that. So, like, this is the least gear we will be. So it's the hardest, I think. Yeah, basically, this is a formal request to anybody in the DN army request, request, who's in the guild, just just take a little, just smoke a little weed before Ray, just chill out, Darathal. Because, like, this these, this guild, we will not kill Brassageth, I said it earlier, for maybe a month. And I'm gonna, honestly, a month plus is probably really what we're looking at. People are gonna die to stupid shit. People are gonna run circles over everybody. That's what this guild does, and what this guild always has done. But we will get AOTC if you have the fortitude to stick with it. And let me tell you, the fortitude is no fucking joke. But yeah, we have fortitude now. Lin is on his priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big Unomas miracle. At this moment, we have at least one of every single type of person. Will people drop out and we'll lose them? Yeah, but <laughs> at least Lin's on his priest. I also think our raid size. We're not we're not used to having a raid size this big. And and we have a lot more pumpers because so the other group, uh Kata's groups, we have two raid groups in our guild. And the other group only has t- 13 people at maximum. Ours has 23 people because they changed their raid time. So no, everything is so shifted and so like different and weird but we both progged the exact same amount of bosses we each killed three and the same three which wait who's the third boss again we should probably talk about that boss yeah so we defeated the primal council and then i believe on the first night then after that we started going to windy boss uh dathia the ascended she's the she's like actually the one that escapes from the end of the primal council fight she's the end of that wing so like that's a that's one option I love this fight because at the very beginning of the fight, she's kneeling in the center and she's like, my siblings are all dead. And I turned to Mute and I said, who is she? And right as I said that, Aaron, you on voice chat said, who is the stranger? And Lynn was like, we just killed, we just fought her in the last fight. And I was like, oh shit, I'm glad I didn't say anything openly. <laughs> well, like I said, to do the mechanics in normal, you fight Rock Bear and you fight Freezy Man. I was not paying attention to Miss Windy, but I definitely am now because, spoilers, she was kicking our ass. I love that. I'm I, like... It, off of my own personal experience of raiding in Worlds of Draenor, how many raid bosses get like a second appearance like right after the first time? Probably not very many, if not like what well, probably like one or two out there. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, I also thought it was cool. Um, also, I don't know if it's just this fight or if there's other instances. 
a lot of the guides that were out there for like normal even were incorrect. Like all the normal guides I saw for this fight involved us having to use the knockbacks from the ads to go to the other platforms and kill ads over there and then come back. Um, I believe it's just a heroic thing now, but like the fight was different than what we expected. Oh yeah, and like also like I think our our tanks are like they have never worked together either. And that was part of our problem on the wind boss as well, was that, like, the coordination of them is so green and so new. And Mini, I love Mini, but sometimes, Mini, you're tanking. Mini didn't know <laughs> that demon hunters can stop their momentum with the double jump wing, wing, like, to glide. And I was like, Mini, you, I was telling him, Mini, you, you have to double jump. And he was ignoring my whispers. And so then he said it in Discord, and I'm like... <sighs> All right, well, this is where Mini gets publicly blasted by 20 people because he didn't know Demon Hunter Glide broke knockbacks. <laughs> I can't help him here. Like, I'm sorry, my dude, but, like, isn't that their main thing? <laughs> yeah, and to his defense, he does play every single tank in the game. So he's a jack-of-all-trades in that he plays all of them, but he doesn't know <laughs> how to play them all well. He could just He just has them because he has so many. He's splitting his time across too many characters, I think. But... Good on him, because we get a DH buff here. Anyways, we, <laughs> yeah. we did we did not clear this boss. We got kind of close, down to like maybe like 30-something percent. But then um, at the start of the second raid night, we're like, let's let's go over to the other wing. And then the first one over there is Taros, because everyone said that was easier. It's, okay, Aaron, What do you, what, do you want to give the official DNR verdict well, of yes, what type of boss yes. this is? Yes, yes. I, I am sitting here a little saddened. It's, it's a mixed bag because, yes, everyone, Dragonflight has its very first Nippler, and now, it is Now, for those that don't know, Taros. what's a Nippler? Because we have a lot of new listeners running around town, That's so they might true. need to hear what a Nippler That's is. That's true. A Nippler is a boss where you only fight their torso up. Typically, they have more humanoid torsos, and you just punch them in the stomach and the nipples now the stipulation here though is in an earlier episode slide whistle stated that a true nippler a nippler prime if you will nippler with three gold stars next to it you can only go left to right you only see the front of the boss think garothi world breaker or uh ragnaros in the firelands taros unfortunately is in a big circular arena, which makes him a proto-nippler. Let me tell you, and what makes him a nippler is that if you can see their ass crack from the back, a proto-nippler, and I had to run around this motherfucker by accident, complete accident, and I'm running around and I was like, there it is, there's his fucking asshole. I know good and well he's not a true nippler. Much like Mandy Rose, you could see his butthole. <laughs> it's just... I'm a little sad. I kind of wanted them to... Well, one, I wanted a Nippler in any of the dungeons. Exactly zero. But I wanted them to knock down the door, kick down the gate with a real Nippler. But I'll settle for a proto. We, we gotta take the crumbs where we can get them. Because I feel like we grew up in a, a really Nippler-heavy experience. And it just has become less and less as the game yes. has gone on, unfortunately. Yeah, we have like a Nippler once a time, right? Legion BFA, pro they were <laughs> nippler heavy. Nipples were raining down from the sky. But alas, Shadowlands, I think we had two, and now we're just with the one. And we killed this guy because he was way easier than the wind boss for us. <laughs> Still got kind of scary, though. It seems like it's definitely a DPS check, but also kind of an HPS check. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, like again, but again nobody's geared in our group like there's like a just bunch of us that do mythic plus but there's a bunch of us that don't and so we're just kind of half and half and you know we're gonna fucking get there so chill the fuck out but that was where we drew our raiding experiences to a close so i don't know there are people who were like this is a big stinker dungeon or raid it's fine it's <laughs> if fine. anything it doesn't waste your time, I can tell you that. There right. have been plenty of raids where it's like, you gotta really hoof it, you gotta really kill a lot of guys. I feel like we go through maybe four packs, other than the very first one, but that is designed to be long, because you can kill a quarter of it. 
But other than that first hallway, you're really not killing too many mobs before you go boss to boss. Yeah, and overall, so far, I think I like the vibes of the raid. Um, Aesthetically, I like it. After Taros, though, unfortunately, if going down that wing, there is something that I think will be very hard for us awaiting us. Um, And I'm talking uh, Sinarth, and it is a spider boss with platforming up and down stairs and stuff. And slippery floors. An icy platforming spider. I This immediately shot us back to me back to legion on um, the spider boss wait what is this person's what is his character's name this, this right person uh it's Senarth. was the spider um what's the spider's name elioth like, something it, yeah elioth mm. hold on <laughs> i'll find it and screen it yeah we on that druid spider spider boss <coughs> start choking on pepper flakes here um on the druid spider boss we, i think Probably like fifteen of our like twenty five raiders would fall off of the bridge, would fall off of anything at any given moment. We would end up at the third platform with six people alive, and we would hope we could maybe kill it after ten minutes before enrage hit. And we hit enrage every single time. <laughs> and for those keeping track at home, her name was Ellerith Renferrell. That's also the the fight where that Gilby, who I didn't know at the time, was offering to sell boob picks to the loot council for loot. So it all comes back to the loot council. Yeah, so that was the reference that I made earlier for newer listeners. What a time. Speaking of time, it's time. Growlina, give me a break so I can grab another Atwater Dirty Blonde. Ooh, you fancy today. Ooh, Cubbybub provides. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Shapely Growlina. I'm here spanding my time in the Azure Span, particularly with my soup-stirring pal, Oshan. Osh, what do you think this particular soup tastes like? Well, we're throwing a lot of fish in there, so that would be my main answer. Just proper stinky with them boys. You know what we're also putting in there? Our shoes. Our nasty, blood-soaked, mud-caked shoes. Elameo! And you're putting your bare feet in there. We're really fucking it up when it comes to food preparation. And yet, they still eat it. I guess when times are tough and no dragons are around to help you, you gotta get used to eating soup that's just a mackerel and some shoe dirt. I don't know about you, but that sounds delicious after all that shit we had to eat in the Shadowlands. You're right, Ash. As nasty as we're all making this soup, at least we're not adding in monster puss or ghost farts. Speaking of ghost farts, let's see what the boys are going to blow out their asses in this part two of the show. Thanks, Growl. That was a worthwhile exchange of information. God, if there was only somewhere else where I could trade other things. Well, luckily for you in 10.0.5, which I don't believe we have a date for yet, but earlier today we got a blue post from Blizzard with information about what will be included in there. And one is something much like what you're asking for. Okay, first of all, the fact that 10.5 info dropped Four minutes before recording is insane, but also, why did it drop so soon? Is this really soon for a point five? Yeah, I was about to say, it seems weird to, we've just unlocked, like, the first new bit of information. Like, Primal Storms showed up for the first time ever, and they're like, anyways, after that. There's just a lot going on, and I mean, I'm here for it. I think it's great, but I'm just like, oh my god, there's so much content and info coming my way. But back to the Trader's Post. So this is interesting. When I was doing the alpha and the beta, I saw these two structures. Remember, I saw these in the capital city of Stormwind. It was where I thought that the dragon riding mounts would be for the the water and the posts and stuff. 
Yeah, everyone was saw was seeing this in beta, alpha, or whatever, whenever the fuck they added it. And they were like, oh, there's these weird stable-looking things that are in Stormwind and Orgrimmar. Like, what are they gonna be? Like, yeah, people thought, like, dragon riding or, like, some mount-related thing. They kept the shit on... I had a lid on it for so long. This, this encryption stuff that they have going on is working. There's so much info that we do not have access to in the files, and I'm so excited for it. But anyway, I'll read... The official WoW post for the Trading Post. <clears throat> a new set of traders will be moving their wares into the capital cities of Stormwind and Ogremar. T&W, Tawny and Wilder, and Zenshiri Trading Posts. Okay? You will find T&W just outside the Mage District in Stormwind and the Zenshiri Trading Post next to Gromash Hold in Ogremar. <clears throat> Our trader friends have pulled out all the shops, all the stops, and set up their shop so you can view the new items of the month prominently on display right at their shop. They'll have transmogs and on mannequins, pets at their feet, and mounts cured in their stable. Speak to the trader to see this month's wares. So we were joking about like what a WoW battle pass would be. This isn't a battle pass, but like it's kind of yeah, a little it's bit. It's tough. It's this new form of battle pass where it is monthly or like weekly content, daily content, monthly content that you can see and like earn little in-game coiny coins to earn, but I'm I'm desperately reading it here. I don't think you pay United States currency for it. Correct, you don't. You use in-game coins to purchase their select purchase from their monthly selection of wares. But uh slide, how do you get these coins? Oh, I was worried you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like there's an area called how it works. Yeah, okay, so how it works. To obtain these unique cosmetic items, you need to acquire a new account-wide currency called Trader's Tender, a.k.a. Come on, we're calling it Tendies. Everyone knows we're calling them Tendies. <laughs> what are you doing? I was, I was a little worried that we weren't going to get new uh, currency in the game. <laughs> we were a little lacking. You know, the little turn-ins per each group in Dragonflight just wasn't enough. <laughs> so you can earn tendies in two ways. One, automatically each month. Just by logging in and heading to the trading post, you can collect 500 traders' tendies every month from a chest called the Collector's Cash. Two, by completing monthly activities in the Traveler's Log, aka your free battle pass. A monthly set of activities provides the opportunity to earn up to an additional 500 tendies, which means this will probably not be easy, I'm going to guess. Some of the items in here, so they have a, an image linked uh, at the very top of the list for the current month is the Celestial Steed from the Mount Shop. For 900 tendies. And this mount costs, what, 10 to 15 USD dollars, if I'm correct? If it's not a sale. They have a bunch of other shit on here. And I will say, I give I give you, John Height of World of Warcraft Team Leader, full permission to use the Dark Portal Hearthstone in this list. Because I think this idea is so fucking cool. You're you're willing to give up your one ace in the hole just to support the traders system. I have multiple aces in the hole. First of all, fucker. So it's one of my many aces <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> You'll never take away the name bisexual from me. <laughs> in case you didn't know, a slide whistle has many accomplishment, achievements, collectibles, and he's rich in game. So. This is a great promo. Keep it coming. I refuse. Boo! You stink! But also because I know it's coming. They're going to take it. And, and But like, if it's in this system, I'm 100% cool with that. Making that shit a twist drop is offensive. Making it like this where you have to like, quote unquote, earn it. You know, it's not really, you know what I mean? Like it's it's super easy to get, but it's it's actually not. You have to kind of work for this thing. And because they said... The trading post will, be, will serve as a home for many more items across Azeroth and beyond and is not limited by the current game content. You can expect to see a variety of fun new items to add to your collection. They 100% are going to be adding in the TCG Unobtainables, which I think 
now that this has been flagged 100%, people know it's coming, it's fine. It's okay. People, everybody with the mounts and shit now knows that their shit is going to be devalued. So we're good. <laughs> we are good. So, like, first off, I want to say, like, it looks like you'll have to make a choice every month because it sounds like you'll only be able to earn a thousand attendees per month. And, like, as Slide said, the top build items are almost the entirety of that. You might be able to mix and match some of the lower things because um, some of the cheaper things are only, like, 100 to, like, 500 down the list. But overall, I think this is a great addition. I think any addition to the game that provides more ways to play the game especially for like more casual people that don't do like raid or mythic plus or pvp this is a whole nother aspect of the game i don't know how long these monthly air quotes quests will be to get their attendees but like it gives people something else to do which i assume it's not going to be like air quotes difficult like raiding it'll just probably be like some other kind of questing or something no yeah this is a really good system and they said that that, that they were looking at ways to make uh players that don't do pve and pvp content more engaged obviously they want your money <laughs> obviously they want to find how you're gonna put the game more this is a fantastic way of doing it oh they even, I, I i scrolled down and i even read monthly rotation on the first of the month, the traders will obtain new items and update the activities in the Traveler's Log for the new month. That's cool. Items that are ro rotated out of the inventory won't be gone for good. They'll rotate back in future months. The trading post will also include cosmetics from promotions that are no longer available, as well as items normally available for cash purchase on the in-game store, with attendees instead. That's their there she's she's leaving me folks she's going but at least i know that not every dick mary and sue will get their hands on the dark world of hearthstone because some of them are going to be stingy with their tendies i don't know why you gotta bring dick mary and sue into this i hate dick mary and sue <laughs> yo i'm trying to dick mary and sue <laughs> my, feel me? my favorite is the disclaimer at the bottom with a little star the trading post is not available in wow classic <laughs> oh you think <laughs> Who the fuck was like, oh boy, finally, classic getting the trading post I've been asking for for years. I mean, it it must be tough because I know there is someone who's like, I hate modern WoW. Wrath was all there ever should be. But then also they do see like a mop mount and they're like, oh, beans, that would be great to have that. Oh my God. Guys, I, I missed this. They have a picture of four quests that you could potentially do for your traveler's log. For 50 tendies, you can imbibe Zanzil's slow poison. Drink poison and get 50 points. You can resurrect players. Aaron, great news for you as a mage. You can show love to fallen dragons. And you can show some love to the dragon aspects. All for 50 tendies. Does that mean like I'm kissing Alex Raza? Like, what is <laughs> Wait, you're telling me they're going to pay me to make out with Dami Mommy? You're going to pay you to <laughs> res us. very, very DNR friendly. There's a lot of smooching going down to earn some tenders. But yeah, there's like, uh, in the Traveler's Log, there's like a progress bar at the top with all these different categories of quests. The ones that slide listed were under the other category. But there's categories which assume I assume have other quests that are just titled Dragonflight, Dungeons and Raids, Holidays and Events, Pet Battles, Professions, PvP, and Quests. So it seems like there's going to be a variety of ways to get get your points. It looks like the max points are a thousand, and these ones that slide listed were worth fifty points. So I think you need a thousand points to get your five hundred tendies. It looks like. Yeah, it seems like a tall order, but, like, if you're playing every day like we are, I, I think we'll get this easy. Like, I don't think... And, like, at the end of the day, it's awesome just to have, like, an extra thing to, like, work towards. I, I want as many things as possible, as crazy as that sounds. So, I could... You know, you can't be good at everything. You gotta be good at some things. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been full of, fully and thoroughly overwhelmed with all the new shit that we've had so far in these first few weeks of Dragonflight, but... That's a really good problem to have, you know. Yeah, you know what? Let's 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 get a little uh, DNR classic ourselves. As I do a little shimmy here. Uh, what you guys doing? Wow, this week, right at the forty-eight minute mark, baby. Aaron, what about you? What was your week like this week? Ah, uh, beans. Well, you know, it's officially that time. I'm doing my duties as far as continuing the story, but I'm also just really diving into 
You know, pet battling. The world quests. Yeah, pet battling. I did do one pet battle. The little fucking you want to fly a kite. Roby Dude, he fucked had, me up, and and, and yeah, I was trying super destroyed, hard. He destroyed my team, and I was like, I'm not doing that. And then I don't know if it's part of. Well, it's not part of a thing because I got lore master for Dragonflight, but <laughs> it still marks his quest as like, oh, you really should be doing that one. I was like, I can't get hurt again. But anyways, I've been doing world quests, and I've been doing war mode. You called me out on stream, so I hop back in it, and boy, oh boy, I'm still getting my little tushy kicked, but it's fun. Um, did you pick up your against overwhelming odds quest this week? Uh, uh yes. You, it's not called against overwhelming odds, correct? It's no, called it is. something else. Is it? Did Malika give it to you? Because uh, all she you wants mean, me to do. You mean. This week's sexiest NPC of the week, Malisha. <laughs> Ooh, she's so spicy, and the spiciest part of her is, does she have a quest I can't get? She, she keeps asking me to go to, like, do skirmishes, and I don't want to do that. Also, fun fact, I was the first person to mention PvP, I was going to try to just make Malisha the sexiest immediately, <laughs> no matter what, what time it was at. <laughs> but, um, so she has, she has three quests this week. She has Against Overwhelming Odds. She has uh, do epic battlegrounds and she has solo shuffle. Um, she's inside the gladiators sanctum. Actually, I, I don't, I don't I've think seen it's her. I've, I've met the woman, and boy, oh boy, it's hard to like mm. have an informational conversation and also be like, "Ooh, I love a mommy who's super sassy Ooh, and kind of a snitch." I don't like that. <laughs> someone's doing too well and she's like go get him she wants the drama because she knows that drama is hot right now because she's sexy as fuck and you know we've used this reason I'm, i've probably used this reason several times in our conversations for sexiest npcs of the week but like anybody that tells me that it's my duty to go and kick some horrid ass that's very hot you know and she's gonna reward me also she's handing out all these bloody tokens that's kind of spooky mm, also like okay think about our historical sexiest npcs of the week lady in the fight house in bfa grand marshal tremblade a name i'll never forget so fucking hot the scaly in the gladiator sanctuary so fucking hot for the same fucking reasons <laughs> she wants us to fight for our our man and country and she's a drag theater who is like I just make out both, kill each other. <laughs> I respect it. And you know she's always watching because she like, you know, I turned war mode on for the first time this week as well. Like, literally, this bitch is always, always talking to me. Like, wherever I am, she's like, go kill this guy. This guy's getting a little too big for his britches. And I know, I know that if I did kill that guy and I killed a few other hordies, she'd be doing the same thing to some hordies to tell them to come my way. So like basically the tension's always on me. She's like really giving to the community here. It'll be two in the morning. I'll be sitting fishing at a fishing hole and she'll whisper softly in my ear. Supplies are dropping. Don't you wanna what do they say? Fight for survival. And I'm like, mm. immediate come. I will do anything for you, Malisha. I'm flying to that crate. So I'm looking at her here and it's a little embarrassing to admit. I thought this woman was nude the whole time. And I must have just really loved that thought of her just being Oh my god, you're gonna ruin this but for me. Scales. She's hot. She but she she has like armor and stuff, and surely she only has the one model. But when she talks to you in the little talking window, you can't see nothing. She's showing you tasty. <laughs> I, reptilian I, clavicle. I've seen her in the dragon fight, fight house, and I also thought she looked kind of um, slalazzle-ish, where she's naked. She's not wearing those shoulders. Is that what the hordes see her wearing? I yeah. I don't. I where is this? Also, where is she? Because this background, this background doesn't even look like her house that is she's this in. Shit bugged. Do you think she's actually naked inside of the sanctuary, and no one's noticed that she's supposed to be wearing all these clothes? Because uh, like my dudes, I just opened up her Wikipedia page. She has a full set of armor. She's like probably the most clothed Drakthir I've ever seen. That is not what she looks like. I swear to God, I've never seen her have anything on her shoulders inside of that gladiator's refuge. 
she looks naked. Like when Aaron said, I thought she was all nude. I was like, yeah, she is all nude. It must be a visual glitch that we see her naked. And that's why Malisha is our sexiest NPC of the week, projecting her naked body into our eye's mind. Ooh, if only I could get Malisha and Emberthal in there, it'd be... It'd be two scoops of black dragon goodness. Mm, but <laughs> Mark Stormwind on the the kinks map as black dragon. So did did you end up doing anything else this week? Like how was your warm? Like, like have you got have you bought warm mode gear all, with tokens? I'm all sweaty now. <laughs> Ask me to go back to work. Um, <laughs> yes, and I found an amazing place. I don't know if it will be the new Nagitar Bridge. But there was a world quest today that's like, go grab frogs and bring them to me or punch guys. And people all stood on this one outcropping on the top and they were just punching each other. Like, I only finished it because I would throw meteors in there and like eventually people would die. I'm just like, this is great. I love just an all out bar brawl. I really do appreciate the quests where it's like, Champion, collect these coins for me. I need 20 of these coins. Or, I don't fucking know, kill a bunch of people. <laughs> Why are they like that? Because, <laughs> like, I was doing one that was wrangle proto-jakes. Or, kill enemy players. And I'm like, these are not the same things. So then, I would get there, and I, I actually hate these zones a lot. It's the only regret I have for playing the new class. When I when I land down, the everybody is my enemy both Alliance and Horde. But I will like mentally be like, okay, they're the Night Elves, they're the Dwarves. I don't want to hit them. I want to hit the Orcs and the Undead. So I target the Orcs and the Undead. But the Alliance just sees me as a dragon. And they see all dragons as being Horde. because, And the Horde see all dragons as being Alliance. Because I have well, a red tag. Based, based on what I've done, I don't think our brethren are as nice as we typically are. Whenever I land there, the number one people kicking my ass are night elves. Okay, I think, all right. I think people are just haters. I feel a little better now because I'm, I'm like I'm landing in a fight and I'm like I literally I literally swoop the 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 warrior away from the healer, and the healer is now mind gamesing me, and I'm like I helped you. I'm trying to help you. Unfortunately, I feel your pain here as a Pandaren main on my hunter. Because, like, I just know that even Alliance people, if given the chance in a non-PVP zone, would try to kill me just because they hate Pandaren. Like, everyone hates Pandaren. Oh, it's so sad. I blame G-Firepaw for that one. No, I hate G-Firepaw, too, so I get it. But I guess that's what I did. Immune, how about you? What have you been up to? So, so far this week, I've been playing a lot on my Hunter. Had to get him ready for Raid. Because all of last week, I like completely just didn't play on him, so I was a little bit behind, I felt like. I wasn't really, but you know what I mean. And I've been doing a lot of Mythic Plus, and I'm just excited to have Mythic Plus back in the in the pool of things I can do. I love a good Mythic Plus. I will say, though, that um, the pool of dungeons we have, they, they feel like they fucking hurt really bad. Like, there's a lot of damage going out. I feel like... Once I step it, step foot in one on my on my priest, uh, it's, it's gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be like getting like hot and bothered, sweaty, like not not in a good way, like like I just did like a few minutes ago at sexiest NPC, but like in a like uh, cold sweats in the middle of the night, like nightmare type way. Yeah, on both of my characters, my uh, devastation Drekthir and my feral druid, I find myself off healing like crazy. I'm like I'm healing myself. I'm healing the healer because the damage is just so massive. And, like, if you make a, a little mistake on, like, a higher-rated key, you're fucking luck, bud. Like, you're dead. And sure, a lot of it is that we don't have a whole lot of gear, and we're also learning a lot of these dungeons still. Like, all, we, we had some time with the Dragonflight ones over the last few weeks, but as you know, once you get to, like, a higher key level, I'm talking even, like, a 5 or a 7, mechanics that you didn't even know existed in a 0, like, start wiping your raid. So I feel like we've had struggles with that. But then also struggles of having to, like, relearn or learn for the first time some of these Pandaria and Legion and Draenor dungeons. Yeah, part of it is that I'm so used to not having to respect Temple of the Jade Serpent. I'm like, why is Mari's a fucking joke? I will whoop his ass. And then, right, I have only done two temples. And you know what? Both times I ended up 
face down, killed by former Sex Amity of the Week, Wise Mari, with his stupid magical wave. He kills me, and it's a one-shot every single time. And I'm like, wow, I never paid you the dues you deserved. And I have bad news. This week was fortified, so those waves are going to even more so kill you. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Wise Mari on Tyrannical. But, like, as you said, it is a learning curve. It's just getting back in the, the grooves of, like, what do I have to actually pay attention to? But, yeah, that was, like, my main thing. I also did a lot of work on my professions, on my priest. Enchanting feels really rough to level. I don't know if any of you listeners have any tips on that, like, or if I'm just, like, fucking up bad. But I feel like I'm always, like, out of knowledge, and I don't know how people have been able to, like grind up some of these enchants to be able to be like gold quality where i'm just struggling to make bronze and i'm out of mats and i have no more knowledge it's kind of rough i have heard that enchanting is like one of the hardest ones to level and even just like looking at your recipe list compared to mine as a leather worker i'm like i i could pay 400k and probably level like 10 to 20 more points you would have to pay like 2 million gold to get the same value out of it enchanting is nuts right now well yeah because you know that like some of the enchants that you bought like on your direct fear are like 20 to 30k a pop now it's they're they're insane i'm like i wish i could be making profits off that but like i can't first off i can't make that i can make like the lower version that no one wants to buy and to make the lower version i have to, have to spend like more than that even yeah, that's what I did in WoW. <laughs> I spent a lot of gold on a lot of enchants. Because whenever I go into a raid, I'm always under the mindset of, I'm going to bring what I have the best because I got to help. <laughs> we have a lot of slackers on the raid team, and so I will try to offset them the best that I can. These enchants were crazy. One bronze, the first level of a Sophic enchant, which is like the best DPS enchant for many people. 22k when i and i bought this before the raids open on tuesday i bought it on monday then the raids open on wednesday like a fool i bought one another one from my druid for his polearm 27k now they are at three days later 30k the price of these things keeps going up instead of going down because everyone needs these enchants and the mats to make them cost an absolute batshit amount of money i would not be surprised if people making these enchants are actually losing money on selling them at 27k which is crazy to think about and for them to even be able to make them and maybe to like break even or make a little bit of profit they need to have put all of their talent points into just creating the sophic enchant and i didn't even go to weapon enchants at all i'm trying i was trying to go to like chests and rings because i thought that would be useful and i heard like on the wind that a few other enchanters in our guild are trying to do the the weapon one so i was like i'll try to diversify a little here also i'm gonna combine this with our top two bottom boot medium moot <laughs> since we were already there right anyways. we're already there i feel like we're basically talking about it i was like oh wait a minute so uh i am now as of today tuscar rep level 17 which i feel like is pretty Ooh, okay i saw you were you were the superstar s-o-u-p or star um i'm actually the supervisor oh i'm so sorry i fucked up the pun it's like a uh, 100 feast activities you do at the great tuscar pod or whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> i've done it so many times and it's like it's the big pot the big canoe puts on yeah, I'm I'm 17. The fucking weekly this week is gives you one whole renown for doing 10 world quests. That's that was great. I hit 17. I'm one away from my goal. I want to hit 18 so I can make floral baskets. That's that's literally what, what the whole reason I was doing this was to make floral baskets. The thing is, like you say it like as if you're joking, but people are thirsty for those right now. The profession people like they're they're like kind of rare and like people need them. Also at 18, I can make upgraded uh, crafting stuff, like a jewel crafter smock or an upgraded alchemist hat, Aaron. I'll have to take advantage of that. I'm just fighting, scrapping in the streets. I feel like I'm always picking up flowers, but none of them are magic. And now you need magic rocks to make any potions, and I don't like it. Oh, you need like the elemental, like the rousing or awakened elements and stuff? You need several of the one that you need to combine 
three or ten of. So it's essentially like, I'll make you a healing potion. 30 elemental wind, please. Yeah, this, yeah, I've been farming that in my downtime. It's it's insane. Like it's it's I love it. There's so many different grinds you can do, and I like that. But Tuscar, top two. I love those walrus boys. Like everyone it's just so, they're just so fun to interact with. They're just like, I love fishing, and here's what I'm I'm like, okay, bitch, I love fishing too. I'll fish in lava for you. Let's go. Uh I mean, what about you? What's your top two bottom boot, medium boot? Well, I already kind of was alluding that like I'm just gonna rapid fire a few here. Um professions both a top two and a bottom boot to me like uh i love that they're relevant and important and interesting and i want to be able to do them well i just feel like i'm fucking up and they're hard i don't know like it's confusing and guides out there don't make sense to me and i'm like do these guides even know what they're talking about but that's a whole nother story but i think my other medium moot i'm gonna even it out to is the state of my hunter right now. Oh no. I am mourning the loss of wild spirits. I'm honestly fucking mourning the loss of any cooldown. It feels like I don't have cooldowns. It feels like all of my abilities, my my longest cooldown ability is like 40 seconds or whatever. I'm using Death Chakram now, which I never use in Shadowlands. I don't 100% know that I'm using it right. Basically, I feel like I'm doing okay but i feel like i know i can be doing better i need to i feel like i need to like relearn my entire spec because it's completely different and it just feels very constant like there's no burst window there's just constant damage i guess which is kind of what i guess it's always been but wild spirits was a really nice burst window that i feel like i really knew how to use in shadowlands so i, I just really feel like there's growing pains here so maybe it evens out to a medium move i am happy i like playing my hunter I just feel like I need to learn a little bit more still. But Aaron, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I have myself a top two this week, and it's that I managed to get Dragonflight Loremaster. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Woo-hoo. And I did it on while streaming twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. If you watched me, you'd get a Cenarian Hatchling. I lied to everyone and was like, you can get your mount, because I didn't know that there was a pet beforehand. So, sorry, didn't give you enough information to get your mount. Hopefully you went and watched someone else that weekend. And anyone who watched me play Overwatch 2 also got a Ramatra spray. (laughs) That was another one where I was like, get your skin! Did not know that it was just a spray. Well, you you need to get the spray before you can even go on to the skin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then they have it time-gated or something. I watched like three hours, and then I checked, and it was like, you can't actually get the skin yet. And I was like, what the fuck? That's why I came here. I just watched Top 500 Kiriko. He was not that good. But it feels cool to have Loremaster, even though it's empty. I mean, I guess it's one step up when they do, if they do dragon flight flying, who knows? Maybe they'll just be like, eh, those, those dragon riding mounts you got, those are good enough. Gosh dang, dragon flight hype got us too wilded out. We've got plenty of more things to talk about. We've got personal shout outs that were sent our way, blah, but we're running low on time. So we'll see you all next week. In the meantime, though, I'm going to give a personal shout-out to our patrons. We're talking about Command Sergeant Major Tizurla, fourth host of the podcast, Jamonkey. Ahoy, Vince. Period. Instinct slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the hunters of Uno Mas are burly boys. Crucifix, Cardicase, Saracen Hawk, Negative One Duck Dorno, Gershom, that 100% Christmas bitch. Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, Generational Talent and Excellence of Execution, Smarf, the Based God. I just assume that's a wrestling. Bret Hart. There you go. Slide Whistle says, Bret Hart, fuck Craig. <laughs> Bret Hart fucked Craig. Sorry, bud. And Will, oh, a.k.a. Tire. Tr- I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's <laughs> fallen father. <laughs> 
And with that, we're out of here. Thank you, you lovely patrons, you sexy beasts. If you want to join this elite stable of men and women who represent our country, the DN Army, you can join them at patreon.com slash do not relent. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? After they send me an email at navarracoffin at gmail.com. You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can join our podcast Discord at do not relent.com, or you could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. You can read the show's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. And as stated before, come watch me um, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. A little bit of late breaking news here. I just needed to formally announce that DNR is now officially a Mormon goth hentai podcast. Thank you. I hope you would see it. And with that, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Tits out for Malisha. Uh, Even if hers aren't. They are. In our hearts. I see them. (laughs) 